and welcome to another episode of Bertie and Paul. It is Champions League uh, week against Feyenoord. I'm delighted to be joined uh, by Martin Henry. How are you doing? Hi everyone, I'm fine thanks. How are you doing? And uh, the, the, the glorious Dan Devaney. How's things, Dan? Not so bad, thanks. Evening. So we, we're taking up Celtic from the Dundee game, which do you want to talk about Dundee game? Anybody want to have a look at the Dundee game or just... Were you happy with it, Hendo? Or did you see anything? Um, really? The Dundee game, it was a bit of an odd game as well. Um, I, can't, I felt in the first half, didn't actually really look like scoring. It almost felt very much like the St. Johnston game, a bit of deja vu. Um, got to half time and it didn't really feel like we'd put St. Johnston under that much I sorry, put Dundee under that much pressure. And then in the second half, there almost just seemed to be a bit of a, a flourish of activity, or sorry, a flurry of, of activity. And, you know, we got three goals in quite a short period of time. And then it felt like we almost went back to, we're never going to score a football, uh, never going to score a goal in a football match again. So it was a bit, I don't know, it was a bit, the team is just a bit odd at the moment. Um, so, you know, 3-0 at home, fine. But for large parts of the game, we still looked a wee bit toothless, I would have said. And 3-0 actually probably ended up being quite flattering. And I think Joe Hart actually pulled out a pretty good stop in the second half. Um, so 3-0, great. Three points on the board. Uh, still unconvincing, I would say, and whatever reason, the the gelling and it all clicking seems to be taking its its time. Dan, do you anything from Dundee? I will. What you said there, Hendo, like Joe Hart pulled off a good save towards the end of the first half as well, so we could easily win it and one 0 down. Um, there was one in the second half as well, but yeah, like we didn't perform in the first half. It was a hard watch. Um, I thought Nat Phillips looked very uncomfortable at the back. I don't know if he's still no match. People are saying he's no match fit. Well, if he's no match fit, why is he playing? You know what I mean? We're receiving Lagerbelka for the Champions League. I don't know what the thinking was there. I'd just give Nat Phillips a run out. Maybe he picked up a knock or something. Um, but yeah, no, it wasn't 3 4 at all. I think the penalty obviously helped us uh, hugely because that just spurred us on. And obviously Hatati coming on made a bit of a difference as well, you know. You can just see that does make a difference. He came on and started pulling a few strings um, after Tundo had scored the penalty. So yeah, it was a very lackluster first half to say the least. Um <laughs> you're right, we didn't really look at scoring, um, if anything Dundee did. Um but it, but it was never overly threatening, it's just a case of when are we going to step up? We were slow again, like we were against Feyenoord, which we'll go into a little bit, I think. Uh, slow movement, slow passes compared to what we were used to last year. So, is it just giving the team time to bed in, get to know each other? I don't know. We still have got a few injuries as well, you know, so we're um, low on options. But no, like the Dundee game was just a matter of time. And then when we got going, it was really good. Kyogo's goal was excellent. Um, his movement just unbelievable as usual. And then his movement again for the, the third goal for cutting it back for O'Reilly was excellent as well. It was really good. So, yep, you know, victory, nothing uh, wasn't fabulous by any stretch of the imagination. 
Um, but yeah, it's another win, so take it and move on to the Champions League match. So I mean, look, you had to be a win because Rangers won, and Celtic just—it's just that's just a bit of tidying up, isn't it? Just get the games moving, get Brendan Rodgers moving in the league, uh, and then last night, then so Champions League. Just, just first of all, before we get it, one of the, the startling things in your life is you realise that the Champions League isn't a new thing anymore. It's just a thing that comes around every year. I always sort of look at it as a new, a new tournament, you know that way. But it's been here for years and years and years. But it kind of crept up in me this week. I thought, oh, wait a minute, now we're playing Fire North. And uh, yeah, what do you think, Dan? I, I wasn't. You weren't behind the couch, were you? No, no. Oh, so no, this time. No, this time. Hendo, were you behind the couch? Uh, no, I wasn't. I didn't start behind the couch, and I didn't finish behind the couch. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think it was a game that we should be going into with a, a great degree of fear. Well, um, if you'd listen, Hendo, if you'd listen to BBC Radio Scotland, you thought we were playing against the, the, the greatest. Dutch team since I don't know. Like, honestly, the, the way they were talking about Feyenoord, they're like, "This team's an amazing team," and they've been turned around, and they used to play workman football. I was like, "Who guess it's Feyenoord like Celtic? This is a, quite a good draw for Celtic to play a, a Dutch team." You know, I wasn't. Anyway. I I don't really listen to Radio Scotland, and that's not going to encourage me. No, she's all they were waxing lyrical about this great Feyenoord manager. This great fire in our team, and I was like, okay, fine, but yeah, I wasn't behind the couch. I was just worried that. What was I worried about? I was what I was worried. Uh, no, but you know what I mean. Like, what are you worried about? You're not worried. You're worried that we're going to. You're worried about the defence in Europe, like we are with every European game. And when you've got defence, it's not settled. It makes you even more. That's that's what I was worried about. Just what mistakes are we going to make that's going to cost us? Which is. Celtic in Europe. That's that was my worry before the start of the match. Yeah, I suppose I'm worried about I'm worried about naivety and getting our hopes up and and looking as if we're totally out our out depth, but we, but we really shouldn't be. And after about 15 minutes, I thought, right, okay, let's let's get these guys, let's let's do this. We can win this game, you know. They looked more nervous than we did. Celtic were playing quite integral passing, run about the back and moving the ball in. Between players, we were we were making them, we were breaking through their lines. I thought, here we go, we can we can get a bit of a bit of joy here, and and then of course then the hope it's the hope that kills you, isn't it? It's the it's that little bit of glamour thinking we're we we can do this. Like I thought, we played for the okay. Let's talk about the first twenty minutes, or even first thirty minutes. I thought, yeah, this is fine. We've got this. We've got a control of this. The crowds. And this team isn't as good as the BBC Scotland was telling me. So, did you get that feeling, Dan? No, not really. Like, I thought we were okay. Like, you know what I mean? Again, you couldn't really beat with a couple of maybe half chances, if you might call them that. Not even, no clear cut. Yeah. Um, we, were, we were settled. Like, there wasn't a huge threat. Like, I didn't see us really conceding. I thought Scales and Lagerbelk had done quite well. Yep. Um, but then I don't know the inevitable happened. I don't know if you might jump forward that quickly. But the first tenements were okay. Palmer was a bit rusty. Um, I looked tired. Tati's not fit enough. Tati's not fit, of course. Uh, exactly. Um, and they, well, but I, I thought Johnson was working hard. I thought Maeda 
was involved. Uh, Aye, Johnson, Riley. And my, my dad said the day when I was talking to him, he's like, there just wasn't that dig in midfield. He's like, Riley's a great player and stuff, but he just has, doesn't have that, would you like, hard man dig, if you like, which McGregor doesn't have either. And mm-hmm. He's half injured. Yeah, that's what he thought was missing. So, yeah, I kind of agreed with him when he said that. So, what do you think, Hendo? I thought it was, uh, I mean, Hitati isn't fit. And I think the decision last night was whether you start him and, you know, try and get what you can out of him and bring him off or you go with someone else and bring him on later, depending on how the game's going. So, you know, it was he was going to play. He was never going to play 90 minutes, though. Um, but he did, at times, just look not up to, to speed uh, still, which you can get away with uh, Dundee at home coming on for uh, a little bit of the match. But uh, yeah, that level, he, he definitely showed that he's still not totally match fit and match ready yet. But that, that's, he's, uh, he's that's still had an, he's, so. he still had an impact, but he still has a positive impact. He gets through Kyogo, he's to slip Kyogo, he gets a shot away. He is chasing down their defenders, so he, he did have a positive impact in terms of quality. It just looked as if, yeah, yeah that's right. We did kind of sometimes McGregor lost the ball, and then it was everything was like it was, we were losing balls in different. I mean, Lagerbelt's like loses the ball in sort of midfield kind of area, doesn't he? And then ends up getting the yellow card. It just looked a bit sort of ugly. Uh, we were losing the ball, but yeah, I, I thought Atati. I thought it was a kind of okay decision, wasn't it? But I, I thought it was working well for us in the first half. But yeah, he, he I think if he doesn't play him mm-hmm. and you play Turnbull, yeah. ironically, having featured in every match, didn't feature last night at all. Yeah. Um, if you start with Turnbull in that match, people are going to you know, say, why did you start with Turnbull? You should have just played Tatati for 50, 60 minutes yeah. and tried to get a foothold in the game and then you know protect what you've got. Um, so as I say, I think he was always going to start and it was always going to be a case that we got a, a bit of time out of him, but for his levels that we know he's capable of, I still thought he was yeah. he was below them. He, yeah, yeah he still had touches of uh, quality, but just thought some of the, the pace at which he was doing things and that, that kind of split second decision making, you know, wasn't wasn't quite at the levels we, we know he can get to yet but that's because he's not totally fit and you know Matt Sharp he's coming back from injury still so you know you can't be unrealistic in your expectations of how a player's gonna, gonna yeah. do in a match so I think you know he, he was kind of on par with what he would hope for in that sort of situation and um, the left winger then the what's his name Pad- Palmer Louis Palma, yeah, I mean, he played on Saturday as well. He got on for a bit, and um, he's obviously well thought of because he started the Champions League. You know what I mean? So yeah, most think I he's mean, a player. He was he, again. He he looked tricky against Dundee at home, and he was getting plenty of the ball. But he did look. I don't like using the the word but he did look a bit lightweight it's almost like as soon as someone came near him he was kind of just bouncing off them yeah we bit a twig man about him just uh you know didn't didn't like doesn't like getting challenged almost just uh 
just almost thought he needed to have a wee bit more about him. And then in that match, yeah, just I don't think he had the, the kind of impact that you would have hoped for for one of our, our wide creative players. I actually thought Maida was um, pretty effective in his role. Um, you know, actually had a, a good shot at goal and, you know, worked hard. Um, but that's, as I say, a game like that where you're away from home and have less of the ball um, and there's opportunities to break, that is when he's much more effective. Um, was it, was, was, do you think Maeda was streetwise when he went through and the boy grabs his arm? Do you think we should be a bit more streetwise and just go down? Or, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I like him going through and hitting a shot. Actually, kind of probably knocked it sideways because there's options. I think maybe, I think as they call them, you need to be a bit more streetwise in those European games or that sort of stuff because obviously they were for their the penalty kick. Um, I, uh, I don't know. I don't want to see people diving. You know what I mean? Whether it's Celtic or yeah. it's MDLs, like, but yeah, like sometimes you come away from it and go shit. If we are streetwise, then we could actually get something in the game, maybe. You know, so yeah. should be revert to it. I don't like to see it, but. So the, the the old cliche stuff about what do they say? We say we're a great bunch of lads, but we're learning. We make our learning in Europe. We, we, so we're, we're always learning on the job, aren't we? I, I think Celtic should constantly, have a, constantly Celtic learning. Jesus, like the biggest. I think Celtic should have a, a forty minutes away from Europe uh, rule. They would just get the ball and get it out. Because the minute Maeda and Johnson let that ball run over the line and then didn't react, you just felt, you're like, oh no, just get through. So it just became just slightly, and that was maybe just in my head, I thought, let's just get this to 45 minutes and get out, get back in the change rooms. And let's make a second plan. Uh, and we kept bringing, it seemed to me as if we kept bringing pressure onto ourselves when actually we were in control of the game and yeah, and I just think that was just really silly. That was my view. Hendo? Yeah, I mean, I think the the experience things, I don't know. It's the, the team's not experienced, you can argue, because the it's a second year in the Champions League in a row and some of the team weren't in the team last year. So, like, in the first game last year against Real Madrid, I was just looking at a photo there. So, I've got a picture on the, you know, how they line up before. In the back row, it's Carter, Vickers and Moritz Jens. So, that's who played central defence for us in the first game of the Champions League last year. Mm -hmm. You've then got Juranovic, uh, who played right back. And then Greg Taylor's there. So, he played left back. And then in the middle of the pitch, you've got... Uh, Haksavanovic, O'Reilly and Hitati and then it was Abada Kyogo and Maeda up front mm -hmm. so you, you could argue the learning argument because half that team that played last year is playing again this year and half the teams you know didn't mm -hmm. um, but their football it's a game of football just you know the the rules are still the same. The the pitch is still the same. The goals yep. are the same size, and ultimately, if you you score uh, in their net more times than they score in yours, you win the match. So, mm -hmm. I think 
that that we're learning kind of thing is I don't know. I don't like. I don't like. No, it's like Roger said about home when he gets sent off. He's like he's a young lad. He's learning. No. Like, yeah, he's not young like he's learning. He's 20 or whatever. Yeah. It's been if you go into a years. challenge where you're studs up and hit someone on the shin, you go off. Whether that's in Scotland, whether it's in Holland, if he does that to Dundee at home on Saturday, goes in and connects with someone on the shin, that's a red card. So kind of being like, oh, Kids at 15 learning. and 16 know that. No, a guy is a professional footballer getting thousands so a I week. So kind of, I kind of find that a bit weak to kind of use that as an excuse i get why someone can try and go for that angle it's a it's a team and they're you know they're learning and he's young he's naive it's like if your studs are short and you hit someone in the shin you're gonna yeah. get a red card yeah, you know, any kind of decent professional level where the the referee's not smoking crack that's gonna happen right and it's go. smaller touch as it is and i think there was only one angle um, on the VAR, the studs are up, hits his shin. As soon as you see that, it's a good night, you know. But, but here's the thing: the thing is, but it's a it's, okay. We go back to forty minutes. Forty minutes, you, the game's nil nil. And I, I, I had this I mean, my usual daydreaming today. I was thinking, look, if if we'd somebody like I know you go back to names of old, but that's different types of players that see right lads. Let's just run this game down. Let's stop it. Let's Let's just re, re, re get this game, reimagine it in the change rooms at nil nil. But what happened was that we just, it just seems that it just seems like there's that we loose nut and we just it falls apart very very quickly. When you look back at the free kick, it's just it's just amateur hour, you know. It, it, it ah, kind of yeah. is amateur hour, and it, is. And it kind of hurts. Truth be told, I was sitting there, I was like, oh no. Don't do this. Don't do this to us. And the ball went in the back of the net. I mean, Lennon and Sky Sports, he's just, he's head in his hands. And I was just like, oh, don't, let's not embarrass ourselves. There's different ways to embarrass ourselves, scoreline. But that was just sort of, we've done enough to deserve it, but you never do enough. You've got to get it to the final whistle at half time. You know what I mean? Um, where's, where's the decision making there? Like, I said this last night and we were chatting about it it's like mm-hmm. Rogers got interviewed after the game and said there was an in-game decision made mm-hmm. and that's why the wall changed yeah. from what obviously they've practised in training so what in-game decision was made to I'm assuming that was to put Kyogo where he was and put the tall lad to the other side I, I don't know what the decision was but like fucking hell what's, what's, what's the wall doing there you know what I mean I know the two final defenders are in the wall and they kind of nudge Kyogo out the road and that's I think that's why he turns as well, which he misses the ball. But then Hearts dive. It's it is just amateur. Like pack the wall, make the guy if it's going to, if he's going to score, it has to be a wonder goal. It was by far a wonder goal. He hit it at a height that a wall would block no problem. There was no by no means was it up and over. No. So the wall should be blocking it first and foremost. The thing is as well, we shouldn't be giving away free kicks. There, well, we should just the ball shouldn't be in that area at that time of the game, and it seemed to be. But but it, you know that way it's all these little things that lead up to Celtic one nothing down, and you're like okay. But and it's then, losing. I, a, but it's losing a goal from a set piece again. A, a set piece is not simple to defend, but it's very very defendable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Build a wall, put the tall man where it, where it's meant to be. Stick the small man on the outside. 
like I'm not a football manager, but come on. And why that change has been made in game, I, I'd love Joe Hart to come out and say. Joe Hart kind of apologised and made, made a mistake. So Simmons made the call, whatever the fucking call it was. But it's just, uh, uh, just angry, angers me. I think that I had a sense that the, the final players were very bratty, very self-assured, but they were kind of coming, look, they were up against it against Celtic. I don't know why Celtic, a Celtic player would let final players anywhere near the wall. You should just be shoving them away, get rid. We'll set up, first of all, you know what I mean? But it's as if they, when I'm looking at it, it's as if they dominated us in the wall, which allowed us to make a misstep, which allowed, I mean, okay, I, I don't know, I mean, it's a good, heart's diving, heart, what happens with Celtic with free kicks? And it's like, the, 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 it's as if the, the, the goal gets bigger, doesn't it? Like, heart's diving, and even when he's, you're watching replay, like, he's going to get this, then suddenly the ball's moving away, you're like, what the hell? Thinking back so, to your point, you having so a bullish well. midfielder in the wall saying you move. You beat know it, I mean? eh? Aye, beat it. We're going to Let, sort of wall it first. Lennon, Lambert, Mialbi, they're not letting that happen. Oh. We're just not letting that happen. It's just, just, just not happening. Hearts and Sutton, they're just saying Aye. no. Last minute in the first half, 0 0 in the dressing Get out the wall. Go out the wall. Hold it. Do anything you can, but do not let them hit that target with the ball. Uh, yeah. there we go but, the, I mean, the wall as well was it didn't even seem like it was in so I guess there was two things when I was watching it the wall didn't seem far enough across yeah, was one yeah. thing it wasn't positioned correctly anyway never mind the people in the wall yeah. it wasn't far enough towards the centre of the goal as far as I could tell the guy had I don't know what they thought was coming up but they were you know they should have been yards across more towards the middle of the goal lined up yeah. you know so so one guy's lined up with the post and then the other guy's closer to the penalty spot so they're blocking they were still giving a great set of goal and then the fire player breaks off the wall which leaves a gap because the guy doesn't even hit it over the wall he just hits it with a bit of height where the fire mm. player was standing um ah, if, so, if Kyogo stands his ground it hits Kyogo and he's the smallest man in the pitch so uh, it was when it went in, I was just like, no, that's not good. Because last season, uh, Tavernier scored a free kick at Celtic Park in that 3-2 match. And uh, it was it was really far out, but at least he kind of top-bagged it. I mean, this this bounced as well. It was, this, was like, this was not a postage stamp quality finish. This, and you can argue, oh, did, was the surface, did it bounce up really quickly because the surface was so wet? It's like... No, the keeper should be saving that. The wall should be better. But even then, Joe Hart gets across and can get his hands on it. He's got to keep it out at that point as well. Has to. But that's the that's the fear that you get into the games with, and then it, it it's then they get the hope up. You're like, okay, we're in this game, we're fine. One nothing down at half time. Rogers got to change his team talk, and then it get, does it give them a wee bit of hope? We're still playing a kind of okay Dutch team, but we're. We're, we're well more than capable of winning this game. I mean, you look at it in cold light of day, they never really created anything. Scales was playing well. I thought Scales Aye, played... But if, if you look at it in the cold light of day, Paul, we created absolutely nothing. If you think last this time last year, the discussion in the first few Champions League matches was it's fine margins, we're creating chances, we just couldn't put one away. No, no, I know that. It's a bit different. The yeah. cold light of day in that first match was 
as much as we were hanging around in the first half, we weren't. We weren't. It wasn't a, a case of missed opportunities in the first half, and then they get a free kick. It was just a case of we didn't really do anything. They didn't really do anything, and then they scored a minging free kick. Essentially, is yeah. my is my summary. What no, happened in the first half? Well, and then you kind of know what the story is from there. No, I thought, <laughs> no, I thought, I thought we were better than that. I thought we controlled a bit more the tempo of the game. I thought we we were courageous with our pass and we moved the ball around. I thought we we silent not silenced the crowd, but we'd sort of got ourselves into the game, which I think is really important. We're away from home. It was, it was crazy, bonkers crowd, and then just that moment of. Just like, come on, guys, don't let us down, you know. And then the second hand, second hand starts, and it's all a bit of a blur to me. Was it was it becoming circus like? Or it, when the the the, the penalty kick started, I mean, it's not a penalty. In my view, it's not a penalty kick. But he just looked as if the referee was dying to give something, or it just looked as if it was all unraveling. Even though, again, I didn't think Feyenoord were particularly. They weren't all world conquering, you know, that way. And I was like, oh. What did you think, Dan? Did you think did we start? I can't really remember the second half. I was just getting so annoyed. I can I can remember the second, the start of the second half is kind of up and down. I think we had two kind of half chances maybe at the start of the second half before obviously the sending off. Um, but they were obviously pushing as well. But again, not really been a big a huge threat. Again, I don't. We weren't a huge threat either. Now a couple of balls in the wing, Maida scaled the long pass down the wing, etc. But Nothing to great know. It was kind of one side to the other, but then that through ball just picking pieces, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know what to say, but for me, it was, it's a penalty, I think, you know what I mean? If the referee gives it, which he did, and then it goes to VAR, which it did, it ain't getting overturned. You know what I mean? Anything like that, slap to the face, hand to the face these days is a foul. You know what I mean? It's very soft. But as soon as that's, like, as soon as I seen, it, I was like, I like, you're not gonna be able to argue that, you know what I mean? Slap to the face, hand to the face, anything like that these days, it's it's been given. You I know like there's, there's plenty saying it wasn't a penalty, but from, and he's already booked, so <laughs> it's just the, the ref, the ref couldn't get the card out of the pocket quick enough. Well, he couldn't. Can you find these cards? Could he? Yeah, Hendo, what did you think? Were you? I think. See, since last season, I'm just not even surprised now what's yeah. a penalty um, yeah. because I feel like since last season, that part of the pitch, anything can happen. So that is the that is football now. So we can kind of do our Neil McCann impression and say, that's not a penalty for me. That's not a penalty. But if mm. you look at the law, it probably is a penalty, but it's not a penalty. So, you know, let's not do that. Uh, in today's game, as Dan says, that's a penalty. And shock horror, a penalty was given. <laughs> you know, whether, whether we like it or not, that's, uh, mm. can't, you can't get away with anything like that now. And as soon as there's a bit of physical contact, arm up and play her down. And, and that's the yeah. funny thing, Hendo. If the referee doesn't give it, you're kind of looking at it going, oh, that might not be a penalty. But as soon as the ref <laughs> gives it and then it goes to VAR, you're like, aye, that's a penalty. That's the way I was You are now. You are now. Aye. Like, two years ago, you're not. You're feeling badly done to, but now you just, you accept that kind of thing. Well, I, but I was totally different. I was like, right, okay, fine. 
And I'm looking at it going, this guy's like done the Lombardo down. Like he's trying to, I don't know what he was doing, the boy was doing with his body, but he was, wasn't getting the ball. He done this mad thing with his head, like throwing his body forward. And I was like, maybe the, oh, oh. I was ever hopeful. I was like, we were still in this game, blah, blah. And then you're like, but also we looked young. We looked like a young team, didn't we? Complaining to the referee. And I was like, oh, no, this isn't good. And then, yeah, so I, I yeah. I'm not going to get angry about it because I get angry at the time, but then you're just like, oh. And then Hart saves the penalty kick, and I'm like, right, magic. Yeah. And then home comes on, I'm like, right, okay, this guy's about a, this guy, guy's about a Gary player. We've got football, the game's opening up, it's 1 0. We're okay, we, we can get a goal here. I wasn't going on the bookies and putting money on it, but I was just intensely watching this game thinking, we're okay here, we're fine. Substitutions will be made. And then bang. Like slidey boy, <laughs> I was like, "What are you doing?" But see, see, because I, I was just about the anger and everything kicked in when Lager Bielka came off or got sent off. Sorry, mm. did Iwata come on straight away? And Kyogo went off. Is that right? I think so. I don't think they actually showed that one on the telly, but I think that's he what was happened. on, wasn't he? Because Iwata just yeah. seemed to appear from, from my point of view. Yeah, <laughs> and I didn't know if if O had come on for Kyogo or. I think they just took Hugo off. I can't remember to be honest. Anyway, I can't be on it. I can't remember, but um, yeah. I can't remember. Took it a midfielder or took it. It was one of those ones, Dan, where he, he slides in right, and he he makes contact, and you minute you get off your couch, and you're away, aren't you? I was just like looking, looking at the wall. And then you're just like maybe. Then you then you're like that guy's diving about, and then you're like, oh no, this is the rules of the game. I mean, like, and then you're realizing like there is no need for him to go to the ground. I mean, I was not in that, I, not in that I, area of the pitch either. It was... I can remember being told at 12 years old in the Blackwood Leisure Dome by the old guys when I was playing football, they say, don't go to the ground, Paul. Just stand, look around. You know what I mean? They told me when I was 12. And I was like, and the, the game wasn't frantic. It wasn't as if, like, it was just a game. We just had to get five minutes to reestablish ourselves. Okay, we keep losing offside goals and that carry on, but... But the fact of the matter is at that time we still were in the game, you know? And then we lose that goal and we lose a goal straight away for offside. And nine players and oh, it was just it was it was heartbreaking actually. I'm not gonna it's, it's game over with twenty five minutes to go or whatever the hell it was, twenty three minutes to go, I can't remember. It was two I, red cards in five minutes. Yeah. Sixty three minutes Lager Bielka. And 68 minutes home. Nice, there you go. So, so Lager Belki must have been off. Iwata came on because then I think after yeah, that. Iwata came on at 67 for Kyogo. Right, okay. And then Palma came off as well, didn't he? And I think freaking Yang came on. Yeah, Yang came uh, on. So yeah. that, had been, that had been before. So right, that was just came before on that. for Hitati, Yang yep. came on for Palma. Lager Belki goes off. Uh, Yogo gets subbed, the Wata comes on, and home gets a red, and then late on Bernardo comes on for O'Reilly and O comes on for Maida. I remember after the game I was I was talking to somebody and it was like two goals, penalty, miss penalty, two red cards. <laughs> I was like all over the shop, I was like, what they off side goals, off side goals. Yeah, what did they have? Two offsides. Yeah, two, aye. That's right. And, it, but and, that was all like in the same like five minute period. It was just, <laughs> just went absolutely mental. Aye. 
you know, can I say for that, um, for their second goal, and I know I might be a bit critical here, but like you're down to, was it nine men at that point for the second goal? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And, and like the back four are trying to hold their line and the final order coming obviously coming forward and Scales stepped out in the back line. The back four are keeping my line, you're right, keep the back four line, get the midfielders working as much as possible and Scales steps out to go to the ball and when Scales steps out, that creates a gap a huge gap that they then pass the ball down the wing and the ball comes in Johnson heads it back to him and they score I'm just thinking is that naive if he scales did they really have to do that and then obviously the back of my head I'm like right we've got nine men can't really criticise him too much you know what I mean but still when he stepped out there I went don't steps out bang down the way down the line then goal you're like oh. anyway well, my point about the goal was was Johnson like wasn't looking around them at all he just he had no idea where he was. The ball comes across and you're looking for defenders to have a look around. He just has to let it go. And suddenly the ball goes out. It's just it's everything's falling apart, but even just that yeah. wee bit of, So look, we we get to two nothing. So what's the cliches? It's the first game in this was it the first it's the first game in the Champions League. Or we'll play them again the last game. I love that. We'll probably we'll give them a game the last game. You're like, lads, the last game of the Champions League is usually a dead rubber. So let's just relax. We're learning. What else are we doing? We can take great comfort of the first 60 minutes. What's the other thing? We'll have some players back. Yeah, uh, we've got t- two of that suspended now. Yeah, yeah, apart from that. And then, what was the other thing? We're going to we'll take great learning from it. Well, there must be, there's other cliches I've just thrown around the building, isn't it? James, James there's, McFadden. There's always the Europa League. James McFadden said, as long as we win our home games, you're like, what, 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 what? as long as we win our home games, we'll be fine. You know, do we realise we've got Atletico Madrid, Lazio? And all in the back of my head is just like, we should beat this mob tonight. Yep. They were the first European game for a long time. They were playing the championship music was on. They had a funny tunnel thing, which I don't know, that was kind of funny. And I was like, these guys were there for the taking tonight. And Celtic gave them the game, simply. That basically what happened last night. Through to whatever reasons, we just gave them the game. It's just kind of annoying. I don't know I don't know if they were there for the taking's the right thing. But because it's not like we cut them off in several times and missed opportunities and you know it was a, a chance missed. But... It wasn't a match. I don't think that we should have lost in the manner we did. Um, Definitely not. It was a match we should have competed in and, you know, given a better account of ourselves than we did. And that's where the disappointment comes because it's a letdown um, to the the result and the performance. And as I say, as much as we were sticky in the first half, we we didn't have any great quality on show. That's not to be negative. That's just you know. Uh, well, that's, I how, that's, how, that's how it was in the final third. We weren't we weren't creating anything of note. There's hardly I don't I don't recall a moment in the full match where their keepers pulled a save out and I'm off my seat. Just don't think that we had that at all. Which is the same as the first half against Dundee. If I go back to it, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and then. We get the penalty, which obviously relaxes everybody. So, you know what I mean? Is yeah, that... I mean the thing is, as well, Dan, Dan, into it, like if you set your wall up against Dundee, 
like that or you kick somebody in 60 minutes I don't know I mean it's just I don't look I'd, I'd like to look at it positively but then you know what's coming down the track I mean we need to get fundamentals sorted pronto uh, or I mean that was the feeling I had today is I mean Owen Martin said something about just all we're doing as a, as a football club is keeping one step ahead of Rangers and I and I, I just I, I, I'm, I hope that he's wrong but I just wonder yeah I don't know I don't know what we could do with all the injuries lots of teams are getting injuries nowadays I thought Scales played well I thought we done we, we coped pretty well with this wonderful fire our team so I thought we did okay but we've definitely yeah. left we've left some, something's been left behind yeah, but we need to remember as well, like, the, the Rangers games kind of they missed us. Now, it's what I'm looking for. Covered over a few things, you know, the fact that we could beat with Kilmarnock and never scored. We drew with St. Johnson at home and never scored. We beat Rangers and everybody's, oh, everything's fine. Then the first half of the Dundee game, we go, oh, is this St. Johnson again? We get the penalty, that relieves everything a bit. And then again, we're not really creating a hell of a lot against Firewood. It's a different type of game, I understand that. So, like, is there something there? Like, Kyogo kind of carries forever, you know what I mean? Ray, Ray Houghton said something, Hendo, he said, did he say something about, like, Kyogo's making great runs, but nobody's finding him? So Kyogo, I mean, you can't see it on the TV, but he must be running about and doing, making the runs, but we just didn't have the the fortitude or the ability to hit him, you know? So, it's just, it's, it's just hard work. I just, I, I wonder now, is it, the Champions League, if Celtic, it's, it's just a... I don't know. Is it losing its allure to Celtic fans now? Maybe not. Maybe it is. I don't know. It's just hard. This is what this is what it's like to be a Celtic a football fan. Majority of football fans, we just we're just we're we're a big fish in a small pond. But I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's losing its allure. Like everybody loves the Champions League and going to a Champions League night, especially at Celtic Park, the away trips. But mm-hmm. you need to be realistic that. I'd say the vast, if not every Celtic fan is realistic and goes, well, we ain't winning this. You know what I mean? The Europa League is our, our level, if anything. And it's chances to win the Europa League are slim as well. So you're going to the Champions League going, right, when when are we get knocked out? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, I we, we, it's, we ain't winning it. But it's, it's, it's like you turn up at a tennis tournament and you're like, okay, if you had loads of these guys, are really good guys, they're all blah, blah. Then you turn up, you play your first game, you think to yourself, actually, I'm in the mix here. I think that's kind of what happened. For all the, the, the negatives about Celtic, when we turned up that game for the first while, I was like, okay, we're, this isn't this isn't these great passing, fluid football team we're playing here. They're not cutting us up. We're doing okay. Okay, we're not cutting them up, but we're actually running about this game. Uh, but he, going back to Hendo's point, the difference being last year, we turned up and we did actually create chances. You know what I mean? You're like, we're unlucky not to be ahead. But... Mm-hmm. But the thing but is, there you go. So you go, Hendo. No, I was just going to say on the whole the allure of the Champions League, uh, as you say. Um, I think for for the players that you know they have to be reaching for the stars and want to play at the highest level possible and hit you know a level of form that they don't hit every week that they're able to raise their levels in mm-hmm. these matches and you know ultimately come out with performances that you know create legacy and history by winning these big matches mm-hmm. at home so 
if you've got players that aren't able to rise to that, then that's you know that's a bit of a a worry that they're they're just essentially in the competition as tourists and they're not people who can find another level because we've seen with the Lennon teams, the Strachan teams, and the Martin O'Neill teams that they can find another level and on these nights mm-hmm. can you know compete with the Challenge, best, yeah. um, which. We're not totally seeing so far, and it is one game out of the first six, so we'll see how we go. Um, and I think as fans, it's probably slightly negative to be saying, oh, you know, we're probably just better off being in the the Champions League. You know, if every other team kind of took that approach, then they would all just stay in the Championship rather than come up to the SPFL so that they, they win matches every week and it's all... It's all kind of happy clappy. This is, you know, this is this is what sports all about, and what being a fans about mm-hmm. as well is. You win some, you lose some. Um, no one can win all the time, so I think we just have to be realistic with it as well. And as I say, part of that comes from the team on the pitch actually showing that they can they can do something more than the average performance mm-hmm. that they serve up week in, week out at home and that they can find another gear, take it up a level and pull off a result. And for the last however many seasons, we've not had that. The last time we actually had it was um, that, what season was it? 1920 when we finished top of the Europa League group. You know, beating Lazio away and beating them at home. Mm -hmm. No No one was predicting that, but the players players found something in those matches to you know get a result out that's that's what you want your players to be aspiring to and kind of making excuses for them saying oh they're young they're naive blah blah that's kind of not good enough you're in the champions league that's not dundee at home it's not st johnson at home it's firenard away and you need to you need to play the best match of your life not come on and be a stupid wee boy and then sympathise with a stupid wee boy I think you know say what the fans yeah. want to hear it's not good enough it's a stupid mistake this is the Champions League we need people to be performing at a level that no one's ever seen them perform at not perform at a level that's worse than what they put out on a normal Saturday I, th- I think as well as your point's really good because I didn't think we were in period we were, we were getting, like, so Real Madrid game, right, blah, 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 Real Madrid game. We, we were kind of impeded in playing really well because we were up against top, top players. I thought last night, Feyenoord didn't impede us enough. Like, they weren't swarming us, they weren't, they weren't as good at, and they weren't good, they weren't great passers of the ball. They weren't really, they did nothing much about them, which, should have allowed Celtic to be at their best. You get my drift? So that that's the point. Maybe, you know, I'm getting this wrong. I'm not portraying this right. I'm looking at Celtic in the game thinking, if we were to hit those... See, for instance, we quit the second half, it was 0-0, and we played a blinder. I think we could, we could take this team apart, you know, that way. So you're almost looking at the opposition thinking, are they stopping us from being brilliant? And I don't think last night they really were. I thought Maeda had... Made, I had a, ch- a good an opportunity on the right. Johnson was playing well. They couldn't really cope with uh, Taylor in the middle of the game. 
he lost slightly, but we changed it up. We were sitting with three at the back sometimes. Scales. I'm like, okay, we can really push on here. But yeah, I totally agree with you. And 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 coupled with that is giving away free kicks at 43 minutes in the middle of the pitch, not putting a wall up, allowing guys to run through you and putting your arm up, whatever you're doing. All these little uh, silliness uh, just stops you from performing at all because nine men in the European games just like, oh man. Uh, yeah. No, but I, I totally agree with you, Hendo. I think they keep talking about this Champions League music and we're here to play in the Champions League. After all, they do all sign for Celtic because of the Champions League, don't they? Uh, yeah. I, 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 I just think it's one that got away. Dan, I just... I, I, maybe I don't like the Feyenoord fans I don't the cockiness I don't like that sort of stuff I thought we gave it too easy I don't like Celtic giving teams victories too easy I don't like it well put it this way we're yeah. down to nine men and they still can give us a stuffing which you know any decent team would have so um, they weren't yeah. that good and it was an opportunity missed but I guess going back to the point doing that 11 that was on the pitch stepped up and you know played the match of their life I mean even Joe Hart in the goal well done you saved a penalty but that bloody free kick that bounces in front of you bounces unex- unacceptable get your hands to it and tip it around the post not get your hands to it and push it into the, the net you know that's that's not good enough and you know yeah. you're a guy that's got the experience and does know about you know turning in match winning performances and that wasn't a match winning performance yeah, Brent Rogers says something to one to kind of sharp to one of the interviewers when they said historical context about Celtic, and he said this historical context got nothing to do with it. We're playing the, we're playing now, and Hart said something really interesting before the game. He he said, I never thought I'd be playing at this stage of football level of football in my life. At this age, I could I would never dreamt I was at this level. Well, and I kind of, I kind of felt kind of sorry for him at that goal. Yeah, I know. I, but he saved one, and I kind of felt sorry for him in that moment. But it is really his job. And if you want to do well, you've got to do your job properly. Not, I mean, it's those fine margins not, that lose you. It's not those fine margins that lose you games. You know what I mean? In a game where, as we we're saying, it's not there isn't really a, a huge difference between the two teams. That they are the fine margins. No, see, I, see, I, I think fight will care. We've had this discussion with fight managers before, but actually, professionalism and Celtic being able to set up a, a, a group of players to do deal a wall. I just think that that's just that's, that's basic. Exactly, that's just that's just that's basic. basic. Yeah, basic yeah. You know, I mean, like defending, letting somebody run on top and diving and put your arm across and just giving the referee the chance. That sort of stuff just, just. Not be at a level of Celtic at 70 million quid in the bank with a five million a year manager with good good players that have came through Swedish systems through Norwegian systems. Fine margins, basics, whatever you call it. It's like going back to home, putting your studs up. You know what I mean? Joe Hart's a fucking seasoned keeper. He should be setting up his wall properly. It's mm. basics, fine margins, whatever you want to call it. It's the small things that make you lose these games. And this, especially at this level, you need to be on the ball, as we say, and everybody needs to be on. Up for it. It's hack. It's just frustrating as hell. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's just <laughs> it's, it's so frustrating. I was like, oh come on, Celtic. But listen, if we well, look at a couple of weeks ahead, look, we've got Lazio at home in the next Champions League game, and then Madrid. Like Lazio, I think 
definitely can be done at home. You know what I mean? They've not had a great start to the season at all. I think they're freaking fourth or fifth bottom in the league. You know what I mean? They've only won one game since the start of the season. So, and they were lucky last night. I know Madrid are a better team. Well, I think Madrid are a better team than Atletico. Um, but that's definitely it's, 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 it's a huge game. Stereotypically, in your head, you think Lazio and Atletico Madrid are streetwise teams as well. So, that's that's all I'd say. They seem to have historically, using that term, be a bit more streetwise. So can Celtic blow them away? Jeez, I hope they, I hope they can. I'd love it. I just I don't know. The Champions League stuff's just driving me insane. I actually can't believe we let a free kick away like that last night. I actually can't believe it. I was gutted. What do we do? But what do we do? So here's the last question. Then the last question is: I'm going to talk about Aidan McGeady on the radio, but I'll just leave that. What do we do in the next game? What's our defence then? Are we just waiting for Natty Phillips or who else do we have? See the Carter ne- Vickers. The next Champions League or the next? Yeah. Are you playing handle? No, no. The Champions League. You just get one defender. Ralston. What do we do now? Well, Phillips. presumably it'll just be a Wata plays if he finish the match. Water and scales. Is Phillips injured? I don't know if he's not <laughs> registered. No, he was registered. He was definitely in the Champions League squad. Don't know then. He must have picked up a knock or something. Because he only injury. did the f- he only did the first half on Saturday, but I didn't know if that was intentional because he's not played or. He's picked up an injury. I've not actually seen anything after the match. But if he was, he if he wasn't, that. if he wasn't in on Tuesday, maybe it was a, an injury. Oh, well, that's what it was. He, twist, he twisted his ankle. That's why he came off. Mm. He's also done something his ankle. I think he might be a busted flush, guys. Not if, if for twelve weeks. How about Gary? How about Gary? How about Gary Gillespie? <laughs> Dad, we signed Gary Gillespie. Liverpool are a great team. We've got Gary Gillespie. Gary Gillespie's like, I'm going to let you down now, everybody. Watch this. <laughs> oh, but no, I think, I think we can be lads, your lads. I definitely do. Get our stuff together. Get a few lads oh. back in the next couple of weeks. We'll be ready to go. Ready to can go. beat anyone if we, if we pull it yeah. all together and yeah. do everything. You know, get the basics spot on. And then come up with moments of genius. We can beat anyone. Yeah, and totally, it's I totally a, it's agree. It's a football match. Yeah, I totally agree with you. But it's just it seems every time with it with his Graham Sebastian, the body of evidence means that Celtic out Europe may start playing like Addies the whole time, and it's just so frustrating. But anyway, Kluschy's so Hendo eleven v eleven. I love eleven. Baxter, Baxter. What the Baxter say? It doesn't matter. We game at home game and stuff a pitch but uh, look I, I yeah I'm taking heart from it but I'm just sort of yeah we just got to get through these podcasts and chat about them I mean so what's next week we, I don't even look I'm having my champions there's a gap I think uh, yeah so there's uh, Livy in the league and then Champions League's the the following week I think I think we've got a two week October Livy away mother two week break that's tough mother love Lovey away well, this weekend, Mother away the next weekend, and then Lazio. Yeah, so 
your man uh, Millwall doing well, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A tough match. So, anyway, fingers crossed. Thanks everybody for listening. We're on all the different podcast platforms, and yeah, people listening away. And I don't know, just disappointing. You, you, I was thinking maybe we just maybe duck it tonight, but I thought we might as well sticks. Nah, <laughs> need to keep, need to keep going. Do the base. <laughs> Do the, do the basics right Paul's Arlo do the podcast I don't like it be. Uh, <laughs> this is just this is a glory podcast when they come on if we win uh, I'm only I'm going to the, the next European game I'm probably due a rant I'm due a pure like oh just but I think Rogers is showing a bit more a bit more pride and presence I definitely didn't think he'd but, but yeah also Rogers did like 17 interviews last week I mean absolutely he comes alive with stuff like so what do you what did, what did they ask about what you managed Harry Maguire what do you feel and he just comes alive talking about Harry Maguire and he this and that and you know, I just love they always feed him like world football lines it what do you think about Harry Kane going to, oh well when I was he just loves all that stuff didn't he just loves it just set our walls up properly <laughs> you know I like what they say. I like people taking responsibility of the pitch. Like Rogers, no, your team's fourteen years old. Tell them where to stand. <laughs> I don't care. Just do it. Well done, fantastic. I'll speak to you during the week. Uh, Hendo, fantastic, great effort tonight, and uh, thanks. And uh, we'll keep going. Fingers crossed. All the best. Take care. Cheers, guys. More noobs. Cheers. Bye bye. Bye bye.